Hello and a very warm welcome to everyone who has tuned in to the Unbinary Life podcast. I would like to take this opportunity today to thank all our listeners who listen to our episodes every week. Your support and love have made us come this far. So thank you from me, Ruchi and Kundan for all your best wishes. Hey Kundan, how are you? Hi Ruchi, all good. Thank you. How are you? All good. Are you excited for today's recording? Oh yeah, super awesome. All right. So continuing with the excitement, uh, we are super excited to welcome uh, our guest for today. She is a 19-year-old ambitious and driven young lady, Palak Khanna. Hi, Palak. Hi. How are you? I'm very good. Thank you for having me. Awesome. Awesome. Great to have you. So to all our listeners, uh, let me just tell you a little bit about Palak, and then I let Palak take over from here. So of all the associations and titles that uh, Palak carries with herself. by the way which i have taken from her linkedin profile <laughs> uh, if i have to describe palak in just uh, two three words then i think the best one that goes in for her is a youth change maker i think that is uh, who she is and everything that she has done so far and what she also wants to do revolves around it so palak welcome once again to the unbinary life podcast thank you ruchi you mentioned only one term which is a youth change maker which honestly covers everything that i do but i'm also a student because student life is difficult and i'm trying to cover everything uh, so as an introduction a very formal one actually hi everyone i am palak khanna i am 19 years old and i'm from new delhi india i i am a social entrepreneur youth change maker as well as a student and an environmentalist i have my own organization it's called break the ice we literally break the ice about taboo topics and topics which are often stigmatized by society so everything from mental health to gender equality to lgbtq plus to bullying to trigger warning suicide wow. everything in between as well so yeah that's what i do and thank you so much for having me wow it's amazing to have you over here in our virtual studio <laughs> thanks palak for such a nice introduction over to you kundan now okay um yeah so this is what we're going to do uh i'm sure i speak a lot in most of the episode so i let steer uh, both of your girls this conversation and then i'll pitch in whenever i have to trouble palak with my questions works palak okay so how about uh, uh, my this a very simple i would like to start is about your journey right as you said you are a change maker a youth i don't know when i was going through your linkedin profile like there are so many things that you do how do you do it is is still a mystery for sure every point was pushing me hey who is stopping me to do all those things okay so first of all congratulations uh, for being so brave and uh, that's why i am sure your story is going to connect to a lot of our audience they'll going to love it uh, because i'm sure we all get those vibes we all get those thoughts and uh, but somewhere we get lost in a day to day life so let's let's plunge into your story so tell me how exactly palak khanna became palak khanna as in what has been your journey okay so in the journey hasn't been um, too magnificent you know to be very honest it's a very bland story with just two three highlights and two three you know changing and trigger points so i i think i've already you know started by saying that from a very young age i always wanted to create change i was very young around 9 10 year old when i used to tell my mom i want to create change help me you know tell me and direct me into which area i should you know contribute to because i'm very small i can't become a business woman that's what i used to tell her and 
she told me that you know you're very passionate about the environment you plant trees you i used to tell her not to throw anything on the roads because i had given her oaths as a young child i used to say okay if you throw it you're, you're not going to talk to me so you know we used to do things like that and i know it was very petty but i had that passion towards the environment and when i was 9 10 year old i also joined my school's environment club so the journey started from the environment we went on a protest to save the trees of our school and then later on i also you know uh, took part in protests through my locality and we also brought rainwater harvesting into our colony's system so that was also wow. part of my journey in terms of how i tried to do something for the environment gradually i completely forgot about it honestly because there were exams and i was trying to study because okay i have to do something in life instead of just saving the environment which i don't know why that mentality came up but anyways mm-hmm. um and gradually when the pandemic came i overheard this conversation between my mom and my domestical and my domestical was just asking for a pad her periods had started at our place but she was shying away from the conversation and i just overheard the conversation and it just triggered me to a very bad level honestly and i just told my mom we're in the 21st century i mean this is the most natural process this is the only blood which doesn't come out of violence so what are mm. we even doing right now and i told her let's create a platform where we actually talk about taboo topics and taboo including climate change including environment including menstruation and everything else so that's the journey only two trigger points honestly uh, at the you know age of 9 10 when i said what do i want to create change in and the you know overhearing the conversation so that's the journey very bland just two places where i thought i have to do something for it right as in you know when you say too bland too bland many times i think that that could be a very inspiring point if people can look into it uh, we are so used to bollywood right we love drama as in if things are going fine fine kuch to hone wala hai something bang is going to happen what's beautiful that when you have you can have a simple life you can have a straightforward life and still have uh, you know you do not always have to go through that down phase or heartbreak to really realize and then jump up like a hero um so that's that's actually great and uh, um so I, i love that part the other thing which you said very brilliantly is the only blood that comes out without without violence that was too deep who created it no no that's just something that i read on the internet about someone's blog and it stuck with mm-hmm. me because i was like this is too true you know this is generally the only sentence which makes so much sense about menstruation which we should just use that term to break the taboo honestly you know with everyone absolutely yeah 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 no that's that's lovely it's going to stuck to with me also as in for long if if uh, not forever so that's great so one more thing that i have been very curious as in i try what has been my style is anything that i have come across in my life is i try to go deeper 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 you know find the roots and then clean up start finding what is the natural instinct we humans have so that it becomes you know a part of behavior that people not just as a part of awareness but also we can if we can do that the taboo goes away altogether right have you ever given a thought why these taboos are formed so i mean a lot of people ask me that actually because i mean we are breaking the ice and <laughs> the only answer that i have is that we as a society have perspectives which are given to us from generation to generation and because we all as individuals we lack this ability to question at least most of us do and those who don't are actually told why you questioning honestly so you know most of the people don't question things and when you don't question it suddenly becomes a part of your conditioning of your system and you just adapt it simply and that cycle goes on and that's how taboos and stigmas are formed i think 
because i don't right, think that right. someone would say that let's not talk about menstruation one sudden day you know they won't say that i think it's that generational pass on and that stigmatized uh, mindset that they don't want to change actually that has created those taboos right uh, so nicely put uh, so just two days back i have posted something on linkedin that hey if and that has that is what i have been following is that uh, if you really want to work on yourself sometimes just try to do exactly opposite what society is telling you okay just try that uh, till you're not hurting anybody at least you'll stand out um, that's for sure is going to happen and the other just extension part of it which is i'm about to post um, on to linkedin is maybe in a day or two is that social norms are created to save the society that works for society and not for the individuals so if you just want to play safe be a part of a face of the society you just want to play along and uh, just want to be you know a representative of the society it's great you can be safe you can be uh, you know quietly um, mingling into the people of that society but if you really want to have your own identity suddenly the whole society it doesn't work the society way and i think taboos also are formed that way is like it's a social norm which may or may not work in favor of individuals right and that we really got to be very thoughtful about so thank you so much for taking this up yeah rachi i did announce that i do not want to be the <laughs> main front runner and i felt like i was hijacking you know because it is very hard when i get excited to stop me from speaking even sometimes i take over the guests also so you know? <laughs> <laughs> no 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 that's completely all right so uh, yeah so palak you mentioned that probably what triggered uh, you know uh, you in the direction of what you're doing now is uh, one of those incidents uh, with the domestic uh, help at your place but you know what not everyone takes that action to do something what you have done that is also another part of it so maybe uh, to you uh, and to our listeners that you mentioned it as something which is bland and it's not uh, interesting as in story that how your journey started but even taking that action uh, calls for uh, you know a great applause uh, towards what you have done but um, my question like as a direct link to it is why do you think that you started or you felt the need to do something about it as in you know breaking uh, taboos and uh, why why did you start uh, with officially i think after that you started break the ice right so what what made uh, that trigger so impactful that made you uh, start it and do you have any you know specific social th- uh, cause that is very close to your heart okay so as a answer to the first part i think that it immediately triggered me because i mean we've all heard about menstruation right, right boys right. boys elder men included yeah, and yeah, everybody yeah. included but um sometimes you know when when i could feel that it's happening in my own house i was like no that cannot happen i mean we may not be able to change every person's mindset you know around me but it can't happen in my own house where i'm actually so i wanted to protest against it actually but because my mom supported me it turned out to be you know a platform where we help others so right. it was actually that because i told her why are we doing this how can this happen in my house i mean why is this happening we can't do this we are living in the 21st century we have to be progressive and actually not only progressive but um, i mean mindful it's not about being progressive you're not adapting to something new it's something which has existed and you're not wanting to adapt to it so i told her that and she took it in a good way and she was like you know what 
create a space where you talk about it because you are sounding very impactful i am convinced everyone will be convinced so that is how it became what it was and it is today and even my father supports me i told him this story 100 times and he's heard me tell other people the story 100 times and he's like you know one good day where you took some conversation seriously and you turned it into something great so that is the first part of it and in terms of one social cause that i am very passionate about it is not only menstruation actually it's more to do with gender equality and um, and along with that yeah i think it's gender equality because i feel like okay we do talk about gender equality it's become a buzzword these days you know feminism and everything but honestly it should be there in our daily lives it's not about a woman cooking and a man you know standing or a man cooking and a woman standing it should be equal it's about equality rather than one gender over the other so that's what i wanted to talk about with everyone and through big dies also i do that because i feel like again feminism is a bad term now because it's like okay men not on the pedestal but women on the pedestal but it doesn't work like that it has to be maybe not 50 50 but 60 40 because that's how a society works it will never be equal equal you know so that is something i'm very passionate about i feel like i can talk about it endlessly so just you know just stop me there and i feel like yeah that is it oh exactly so many you know micro bombs are bursting in my head uh, all that you're saying uh, i'm sure we'll need another episode and i really want to talk to you in a, another episode about gender equality just keep it reserved because you know according to me um, gender equality is a myth and only to those people who thinks of it as 50-50 which you have you very well have covered it and why i was smiling is usually people get confused about it it's exactly it's finding that sweet spot between those two people as in who is 60 who is 40 totally depends on the relationship is the kind of people you are in right it's uh, but then i don't know somehow finding equality has been given that 50 50 terms i think that's never going to happen um so yeah that could be a very interesting topic which i do not want to you know go further on it uh the second bomb which was exploding in my head was most of the time you said you know it just happened right from the age of 9 and 11 you just you were more inclined to it and that time only i was so sure that uh, it must be coming out from your conditioning and fortunately you did talk about your mom and your dad you know it's such a simple step when the parents get embarrassed by something okay so it's the same palak and if i talk about three different reactions from parents there would be three different personalities would be created one if uh, if palak is talking about some story and the parents are just embarrassed that oh, no 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 i don't want to talk about it it's not something that i should talk to my kid okay the second reaction they represent they become the representative of the society and then they tell you no this is the right thing because that's how the society has been working since long and then the third thing is that they are suddenly you know saying that hey it's great why don't you make your vision bigger and you just go out and talk to other people okay i am hoping that your parents were not busy and they just uh, told you so that you don't take their time i'm just kidding okay <laughs> so uh, just to keep light but i'm simply saying you know this minute conversation takes to decide a personality in a kid in a teenager Absolutely. Okay, and that's why through this medium, uh, I'm sure Ruchi would join me in to congratulate your parents uh, for all the good learning they have been giving, and uh, you know, uh, for sure, their investment. Uh, you as Palak is doing great, so a lot of congratulations to them. Thank you, you so much. Some of my friends, I tease them if they're if I have a friend whom I really admire uh, on their birthday, I say, hey, I don't tell them happy birthday, I tell them, hey, thank you to your parents. You know. <laughs> 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 
Okay, great, great. No, that's so. Of all these, that I like that part when you said uh, suddenly the conversation was all about menstrual, but you said no. There are a lot of other things also. The idea is more about taboo. Is uh, do you have any particular taboo that is favorite to you? As in favorite, as in close to your heart. As in yeah, if I have to, you know, stand for one thing, then this is gonna be the one. Okay. I haven't thought about it like that. Actually, it can mm-hmm. be menstruation, it can be gender equality, because of course both of them are taboo topics. But along mm-hmm. with that, now I'm getting another thing into the picture. I think it's mental health as well. Again, okay. has become a buzzword recently. But again, it's not becoming a buzzword for the right reason. I mean, okay, mm-hmm. it's no longer a taboo because people are talking about it. But are they talking about it in the right manner, or is it mm-hmm. still just you know? It's similar to what people mention as you know depression in every sentence. I'm depressed. I work too yeah, much today. Yeah, I'm yeah. depressed. Nowadays, everybody because they are aware of mental health, either depression or anxiety or anxiety disorder. Okay. I mean, it's much more serious than that. I mean, grow up. You know, it's either not talking about it or talking about it in every sentence, and you have to find a middle way for it. So, mm-hmm. if I have to advocate for one, it would be mental health because I just believe that. it has come out of the taboo you know tag but it's gone in the completely opposite extreme direction which is again very wrong so if i have to advocate for one it will be that if i have to achieve one it would be gender equality and gender equality may he i think menstruation also comes within it because again right. it's associated with a very natural process for females so yes right 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 yeah that's that's so interesting and do, do you know that uh, uh, we boys do not uh, uh, bleed but uh, we do go through our own menopause Do you know that? I did not. Okay. Again, so, uh, yeah, uh, I don't know how many people will agree, but there are times once in a month that we go through a lot of uh, mental swing. Okay, I don't know what happens inside, but uh, suddenly things are there that we just uh, have been too happy since last five days, and just two days we just want to be gloomy without any reason. Uh, two days we just want to be too happy without any reason. Okay. uh so uh, and that's where when i have started talking to a lot of people i have started quoting this term so that we also get be aware that hey what's happening to our hormones so uh it will be good if we both can uh, share uh, these experiences um so yeah the next one is that i wanted to talk about do you so all that now mostly you have answered it but still because i wanted to hear it out from you does all the causes that you want to work or the taboos does that have any gender absolutely not so like i mentioned gender equality not just females not just males it's about a society whether right. we talk about menstruation again we are breaking stigmas for everyone not just females and mm-hmm. if there is a, you know a similar thing which men go through then i want to include that as well and break the ice so that we can directly see because then it is a reflection for both the genders that okay except mine i'll accept yours so that will create a kind of that 60 40 percentage thing we were talking about it can because then if we both go through a similar thing we will start to respect it instead of be ashamed of it right Absolutely. so the taboo would no longer be there and uh, in terms of no gender being there i think mental health is the biggest example Absolutely. there is literally no gender and and it's so inclusive in terms of even lgbtq like why men and women lgbtq as well like mental health everyone can experience it you just need to be aware of where you are using it and if you f- seriously feel you are experiencing it please get help there is only two things to it don't assume everything to be depression and don't quote it just to get into the limelight and if it is seriously depression please get help you will get over it much easier than just thinking about it so yes wow thank you so much for calling these out and i'm, I'm uh, so happy about uh, the 
you know the the newer generation because at the age of 19 if you have got all these things because very you are exactly telling and i'm so loving this conversation so first of all ruchi sorry i'll, I'll keep on hijacking you know uh, some time here so uh, this this there is a very quick story that i would like to share with all the audience and with you that uh, you know in our in my executive program there was this exercise was performed that uh, the uh, they were talking about the feminine energy and the masculine energy that could happen irrespective of the sex that you hold or the gender so um, the professor she instructed us that hey there are four quadrants okay male female both or none okay and the class you can take your position wherever you feel it's your dominant energy and we are the unbinary people so we don't believe in like you are going to be 100% male or 100% female or uh, you know it's it's always a mix and match of it it's only situation wise you might be 2% uh, woman being a male feminine energy or uh, uh, you know a feminine taking the bait so uh, that's that's what unbinary is all about so that exercise was great so people you know took their sides majority was some people uh, you know walked to the men side and uh, of course women was also a part of the crowd a uh, few uh, guys and girls they moved towards the feminine side there was one girl she moved towards uh, both i was towards none okay because i was really confused and uh, long story short everybody had their own story that the guys uh, you know those who went to the main corner they were talking about hey i'm responsible i take uh, uh, you know control of the situation whatever whatever female side was i was more compassionate include everybody both was she was very balanced she was like i think depending on what exactly role i'm playing i i take the side which was very sensible when it came to me i was really confused because it took me time the reason was and you said it partially okay say hey guys whatever you guys are telling that hey because of being a man i have to take decisions i have to take command of the situation or being isn't are the roles of being human that uh, you know i have to be compassionate i have to be bold i have to you know depending on what role i am playing but at the same time talking about this male female stuff so much that how about the rest of the people who are like uh, you know the lgbt community that if i am a gay if i am i'm somebody like a queer community i'm somebody non binary okay nobody's talking about me and then i have to take the flag and go out there so that i can get some attention that hey we exist right so yeah it's beautifully you said that so that story i had to share um thanks for evoking those uh, emotions right absolutely okay. i love that you took none and the reason was that those are humanly qualities rather than female and male qualities absolutely which is yeah yeah the best sentence i've heard in a while i'm definitely going to use it in future webinars and everything where they say you know but women are supposed to be compassionate i mean we are biologically yeah. different but our qualities are not defined based on those biological differences i mean I love that. True. I'm totally yeah, yeah. That. And uh, oh, since I'm getting encouraged, the last thing that I also want to put across here in this platform is that first of all, as a disclaimer, I'm mostly the most I'm inspired in my life, and most of the actions come from my feminine side of me. That's very strong within me, uh, and uh, from my mom and my sister. Okay, I have been very close to my mom and my sister, and uh, since they have been leading their life as a housewife, I could feel that they they could do so much more. okay and uh, that's why most of my even i want to take that uh, uh, work with women around me but still i when i am putting my point usually i get judged that hey you are a man you are taking man side so what the last thing i'm trying to tell to everybody is that hey the problem the society is as cruel or maybe as scared that even to us men men they don't give us choices like for women they don't give for they never ask do you have to own do you have to run a family or do you want to you know be somebody in the society we are just imposed that we are nobody if we do not do all these things okay Absolutely. so the problem is much deeper than uh, just about uh, uh, you know finding that uh, which gender is yes wherever they'll get 
more power to exercise they'll do that that's for sure and that's why uh, women have to come out women have to you know uh, take this interest stage i would love that so okay. i totally agree cool so i'm i'm hoping if ruchi is to putting the stopwatch who's uh, no i'm i'm not. <laughs> i am not who's thinking more pala karkunde okay just <laughs> yeah so sure, it's interesting sure. actually the way uh, you know this uh, gender dynamic works is mostly based on stereotypes as well like and correct, that's correct. Uh, that again has been going on generation after generation generation after generation and that's where all this discussion regarding you know gender equality and uh, feminine traits masculine traits and all those things uh, but yeah interesting interesting to have like perspective from all of you going forward like Palak, I have a question for you because up till now what we have been discussing and uh, I'm sure uh, listeners might be uh, thinking that uh, Palak is involved in a lot of initiatives. She does so many things. But in yeah. the introduction, you mentioned that you're a student. So yeah, I, could you just, uh, for the benefit of our listeners, uh, walk us through, uh, through your routine? Like what's your daily routine like? So that, you know, I mean, it becomes, why I'm asking you this is also because, I mean, maybe it gives some idea to our listeners that okay it does not require that much amount of time or you know energy that we think it does to do something for the betterment of the society or to do something good so that's why i just like to uh, you know know from you how how does your routine look like so in terms of the routine i'm smiling because it's definitely messed up because i'm just trying to do a lot of things in the 24 hours plus the 8 hours of sleeping and the 8 hours of college i mean it gets very complicated i have only 8 hours to eat work and do everything that i want to in a day and i'm right. the kind of person who's overly ambitious i'll say it myself because i've heard it from too many people that you're not only ambitious you're overly ambitious which is kind of good and bad i feel like it's good at, until this point and i hope it is good for the future also so i have to do something every day to create change in the area that i'm doing i have to otherwise i just question my existence every day i'm just like what did i do today that made a difference sounds very silly but i actually do it every day and i just make to do lists and people ask how are you managing everything you know time management honestly it's not that hard you just have to take out two hours to plan out every day two hours of planning will help you save the rest of the five hours in procrastination you will take out two to three hours for yourself also i'm not saying just work because anyways i'm not telling anyone to do anything up to you but i just feel like i do take out time for myself i'm watching netflix i'm watching youtube i'm doing a lot of things for fun but those two hours of planning and the next one or two hours of implementing that takes care of the entire day and my overly ambitious goal of achieving one good thing a day so that's the routine i don't have a structured routine i it's quite messed up i sleep at 2 sometimes just planning out what to do the next day creating to do lists but i mean i'm able to manage so if others are able to then go for it that's great i mean i like the way that you uh, structured it out really nice that okay eight hours of sleep eight hours of college and the balance eight hours you have to do it yourself it, it becomes so realistic for everyone to imagine that okay this is how my routine looks like so yeah great <laughs> kunal yeah. you have anything to add i'll always have a uh, lot of things to say so yeah. feel that's free good that you said you yeah take two hours of uh, planning Uh, i get stuck in the execution so you know <laughs> and that's where my procrastinator uh, kicks in so okay i hope you are managing quite well and it's quite evident in the results right thank you wow, no no wow. so, it so, sounds very perfectionist i'm so sorry i'm breaking 
the food, no, no, it's, okay. I, it sounds very like wow you know utopian but those two hours i set two hours for planning because though that one hour in those two hours goes for procrastination so you know right. and though that you're only working to plan for an hour but i keep that bracket every day so that even if i want to relax i'm having a headache i need a break i do get that i'm like okay i still have an hour true, true. to work uh, yeah and that's why unbinary is so close to my heart is that no we are not like 100% procrastinator or 100% like super achiever like we are somewhere in between that maybe who's the lesser procrastinator wins right uh, okay i'm 60% procrastinator and 40% achiever and this is the mix and match that unbinary is all about right so yeah you are very much right that 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 comes with the human package i think we we'll yes. love to you know late back times <laughs> okay so all this journey because uh, what you sound palak what you sound if we start distributing 10% of this awareness to our people things will dramatically change okay and i don't blame people because uh, people are what they are we all are we are because of the structure we have been living the conditioning we have got like for example a parent telling a story or listening to a story is one part of it your friends uh, what kind of schooling uh, what kind of uh, culture you are born what kind of external influences you are having everything shapes us so i'm sure everybody is at their best um, but still when you interact with so many people what are the major impediences that you are feeling because now you talk all nice and it's so much great and uh, ideal it should be people should welcome you to the heart and they should start doing it is it happening i mean you know there are grays in that area there will be some people who will be very welcoming to ideas in general you know not just a person but ideas and you might take three or four of my ideas and be like okay that's great but i don't agree with the other part so i'm good mm-hmm. with that because Correct. i'm open to that but others are quite rigid and i won't say it's culture specific i've talked to people across the globe i mean i'm talking to you guys also so mm-hmm. i feel like when you talk to other people you just try to understand their ideas i am a very open minded person i will accept every idea my it's sad to a point i will accept every idea you know and then i have to feel, think what was my idea out of it because i accepted everyone's idea but there are some people who are very rigid they are like no taboos exist we cannot break them it's very difficult to work with them because we are working with i won't say sensitive issues but different issues right right and right. and i try to make them understand that at the end of the day you call them taboo you call them stigmatized you call them very important at the end of the day they are issues which, which we need to discuss so that's the way i approach it and if people take it in a good way <laughs> the day goes well if they don't i'm just very unhappy that i couldn't crack a person and you know make them realize that they are lacking somewhere so it goes like that Yeah I think uh, you are very much right it's I think the whole idea of being aware or the next uh, upgraded version of the generation or being human is not to just download rather just question and if it works for you okay accept it but don't just download because uh, xyz said and uh, he or she is my role model my parent my teacher just take it because the other person is also human right Absolutely. and what if what if the other person was in a bad state of mind when he or she was speaking to you so there is so much possibility i think uh, that's what uh, if i take the crux if the whole taboo with any ritual thing if you want to do it well good enough tell you are not hurting anybody i let people do anything as in yeah you're okay to do whatever but yeah it should not be a simple download there's much more than that right in Absolutely. in humans great i am so overwhelmed uh, so what is your next plans how how are you looking at the future palak i don't have any plans honestly i have put my time in so many things that i just want to see a result in all of them again very overly ambitious but i try to work towards things and then i'm like i need to see a result in it so mm-hmm. i don't have a plan i don't have a structure i want 
to do something in through break the ice but i also want to do something in general but i'm just working with the youth because i feel like i am a part of the youth so connecting right. with young people is very easy for me relative if mm-hmm. someone who's older to us tries to impose something on us we may or may not take it in a good way right but if right. i tell someone something of you know my own generation they will be relatively open to it and they'll be like okay i'll listen to it i mean judging okay. on the basis of basis of the opinion i'll decide if i want to be i agree or disagree then listen to it so that's what i want to do it's not structured but i want to work with the youth of my generation and i also want to do something in taboos breaking the ice in gender equality and mental health i know very all over the place but i just want to do something in every field because i feel like i i can do it i can manage it yeah you're too humble with yourself no it's not all the places a lot of things in life are is like it's a net if you see a net they have this dots connected all across right if you pull one properly there'll be tension or there'll be some kind of effect in all the other nodes or, or the strings connecting to it so no you are not all over the places is just it's your calling that once you started now you're feeling tension oh this makes more sense because if i fix mental a uh, health suddenly i can talk about equality and since when we are talking about equality the menstrual cycle gets uh, you know the awareness automatically gets fixed so that's mm-hmm. great you are just growing you know into your field glad to hear okay. the different perspective i mean really i'm happy about that because i've always questioned where i'm going to so happy for that don't worry so you can uh, connect either of us you know we are good at uh, you know shaping the perspective okay <laughs> Uh, but really i mean it uh, it's ex- exactly how the life is and if somebody comes and says that hey i want to change the whole humanity like this i would still be super excited that hey let's let's sit down and plan about it awesome yes. so uh uh just to add some weight and last maybe a couple of minutes here is how are you working with united nations i saw something that you are uh, involved with the united nations as well right yes. so how did that story evolve that's a great thing that's a huge achievement so i was invited to this okay so i'm working in two three areas of the un so there is one which is called the un sds and youth this is yes. more related to sustainable developmental goals so that is one area i was also a united nations volunteer through vforce india but i just worked towards the covid movement towards the environment in smaller you know campaigns and i just tried to create awareness and i've also worked with the un women as a delegate so there are three areas those two were just smaller events where i could make an impact through a three day event or four day event or a week campaign but at the un sds and youth i am working as a regional officer for asia pacific the entire asia pacific region uh, wow. along with my co-head yes so there that is also something which i'm very passionate about so it covers everything that i'm wanting to do so all the things that i talked about gender equality mental health climate change and even through break the ice what we are trying to do is provide quality education all of right. that comes under sdgs right absolutely so as a regional officer i am trying to create awareness at a global level uh, in the entire asia pacific region on how we as individuals at the very local level and at the very global level we can achieve sdgs in the entire region. so that's my role as a regional officer so i know sounds very fancy but it's a lot of work because we are working with so many universities within india that we haven't even expanded to discussing with other people in the asia pacific it's still just india and there are more than 200 universities so we're connecting wow. with them we are telling them you know bring your students bring the youth to the table discuss programs where we can achieve the sdgs 
until you know 2030 which was the goal of the un and mm. how i got it it was i was just invited to this event where they were talking you know we were uh, discussing what we are doing in our areas and they were very inspired and they were like you know what you we have an application open for this you should definitely apply and i i actually thought i don't fit the criteria because it was you know 30 year olds with mbas and everything and i was like okay let's just give it a shot and i got selected and that was a huge day and achievement for me and then i also brought break the ice as a member organization with the unsds because i thought we are also doing something with sdgs why not get that name so that we can achieve a global impact youth needs brand names so if you give them a name unsds and youth they will definitely come and they did come after that and we broken a lot of taboos after that wow 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 united nations if you are listening as in uh, youth 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 she is saying is do you have anything for 35 plus okay i do speak nice okay and i have good thoughts uh, the best part i liked was you didn't apply they invited you i wish i got the invitation i like invitations you know the whole idea of this episode to bring you was to you know share your story out there and let people know so i i'll have a word with the audience here is that hey uh, i'm if you would if you would have uh, heard the episode right from the start we started uh with palak telling a change maker or let's say we just tell a student and let's tell she's a woman let's say um you know she's a college going student we humans are not limited by just one label and that's where i think most of the time we get offended somebody says ah you are just a student that's why you are thinking like this ah you are just a change maker that's why you are fighting like this the point is if you are looking at she is a superstar uh, she is like one among us right she is just one and i do not deny uh, she has owned that superstar badge but the point was she, when she started maybe she started was just like uh, one of us the idea was she didn't limit herself as in i'm just a student let me finish my study right because if you feel that is too much trust me you already are living lot of roles and responsibility you never say that hey if i'm a brother i don't be a son i don't going to be a friend because i already have two responsibilities on my head it just happens automatically and you do it uh, by default so why do you limit yourself being a student or being a worker or being anybody the point is it's not that everything needs to be 8 hours right it starts with just giving a thought and then maybe half an hour a week and then 2 hours a week once you start enjoying it once you start uh, you know reaching out to people i think the world changes and uh, the world around you we always say that you are the center of your own universe i think the whole universe can change so um that's was my note to all the people so do not limit yourself people are limitless just trust on that okay palak story was just um you know have a good conversation with her parents that hey i do not want this in my family and it was just that it was amplified by her parents that hey why don't you make the whole world your family okay so it's it's could be such a different perspective that could change your life so out there we'll get back to palak but please be limitless that's the whole idea of this podcast and i'll keep pushing you i think uh, that's what on the journey we are so palak uh and before that ruchi do you have any question uh, no i had actually i was thinking to ask uh, uh, palak about uh, the volunteering experience you mentioned something about that yeah. and i remember seeing even on your linkedin profile you've done a couple of volunteering experiences and you've been and you have been a part of all those initiatives so like because uh, not a lot of youth uh, engage in activities like this so how did you start again volunteering and then how did it shape your personality to what you are now as an individual the second part is very very deep it has gone over me but i will still answer the first part as yeah. of now yeah, so yeah. 
in terms of volunteering see there are a lot of opportunities that we all get these days you know either linkedin or there are thousands of internship volunteering opportunity websites also so i started with a regular volunteering experience where i just applied to an internship by vforce india and once i got into the process it was about the covid movement we were creating awareness at the peak of the pandemic where people were refusing to understand you know the moment when the lockdown was about to come it was very initial and i applied to it understanding that there's some organization called vforce india i wasn't that aware at that time and i was like okay i'll work towards covid 19 and anyways sharing resources on instagram and my social media pages let's just help in a more structured manner and once i became a part of the campaign they told us that vforce india is actually a part of un and it's a un volunteering experience and i never realized that so i actually didn't go for the brand name as such i just wanted to create an impact in the covid terms as well and um, the experience was very good but i just feel like volunteering does not stay with you forever i mean you know because they are smaller campaigns week two week three week right. maximum two months most of the people would forget what you learned during that simply because once it's over you got your certificate wow you could put it in your resume and it's done mm. so personally after i did two or three volunteering experiences i realized maybe that's not my thing i want to get a value out of it at the end of the day i just don't want to just put it on my cv because my cv is good enough as of now i don't need yeah. to add anything else yeah. and i want to work in an area where i am in it for a year at least but i know what i learned from it if did i change or not so i really didn't like volunteering honestly but yeah the organization the experience was very good just in terms of the category if they created an internship out of it if they said you know 3 months minimum 6 months i would have loved it honestly but yeah the experience was very good okay great great wow. uh, is there any message that you would uh, want to share with our audience like as you know concluding remarks from your side kundan if you have anything more to ask <laughs> so maybe uh, very quickly but like again two very good things that you mentioned and i'll take it because the, that's the part of conversation we are on to and i think it's the apt moment you said two brilliant points you were safety is the basic of people to get best out of them and you said i was not insecure what is there in my resume hmm. guys uh, she's making very strong points so doing certification is amazing and you should work towards you know making your resume as strong as possible but there should be a limit to it you can never be always insecure that uh, the more certification i have the more secure that will never approach so try to make sure that you have a shape what do you want to do few certification that's what i want to do and now i feel safe let me try my best that's one calling okay so safety is very important to bring the best out of you it could be through parent it could be through a structure it could be through your certifications yeah that is one thing and the second very amazing point she has made and why i'm putting all these things is just you know you can think and you can change yourself with these thoughts the second very important point is being self to being a leader is a very different slight change is the world view you stop thinking about yourself as in not to the point that where you're not caring what i mean here is you also please include the world view in whatever you are thinking what is the impact going to happen if i am throwing just one wrapper on the road and i think we have discussed in few of our episodes is that having that world view okay you are not going to change the world do not just have start thinking from that point that what is the world view of whatever action i am taking So I think these two are coming together, and uh, it's it's really describing and uh, Palak talked about all those things. So I wanted to.
pinpoint as in specifically highlight because you can be the leader you can be somebody safe and uh, have your own association on your own organization just adding on to what you said sorry triggered something else and even if you are not becoming a leader and you don't want to take up that leadership role whatever small initiatives that you can do by yourself do it right i mean you right. don't have to be at a position to start doing something oh yeah yeah leadership is not a position you're not you do not have an option not to be a leader you got to be a leader as in being a father you'll become a leader or being a mother you'll become a leader being a teacher being a elder brother sister you have to as in life will force you it's as simple as that are you ready for it or not is your choice leadership is no more about holding a position absolutely and on that note <laughs> uh over to you palak now uh, now that we are towards on the concluding part of our uh, episode and our recording so uh, is there any message that you would like to share with our audience okay i've been thinking about that from the time you posed the question <laughs> and i feel like anything that i say is already covered if someone watched the entire thing and it will sound very cliche if i say it in one line but i think the only message from my entire life or journey you know my 19 years of existence is honestly that you should follow your passion even if it goes against society you should just follow it i mean it might bring you the kind of satisfaction that you want or it might bring you the kind of success that you need to excel it will go either way you will either get a satisfaction okay at least i tried kind of a thing or maybe it went well but maybe i just lost interest in it that's also kind of satisfaction that i at least tried or it can go a very different way where you like okay people are actually realizing it and they're coming back to me because that's something that i experienced and i was like okay people want to talk about taboo topics i mean i was just afraid that society is too rigid so i've had those ideas as well and i've just felt happy that okay going on the right track so i just think that i know it's very cliche but maybe just follow your passion it might go the right way that's beautiful it's really really very beautiful <laughs> truly awesome Okay so on that note i would like to say i mean unless again kundan if you have to add anything or say anything from no, your no, side no, no. no all done as in i just have to go back reflect on myself get into meditation mode and uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> keep learning so thank you ruchi so uh, thank you everyone uh, thank you for listening thank you so much palak uh, for being here uh, on our virtual studio for the recording and to all our listeners we'll be sharing palak's uh, social media profile links in our description and our uh, podcast description so she is pretty active on linkedin and uh, her primary i would say social media network is uh, linkedin so those of you who'd like to know more about palak or you would like to connect with her uh, please feel free to connect with her on uh, linkedin thank you so much everyone uh, for listening uh, to all of us and um, if you want to reach to any one of us uh, kundan or me or you want to communicate uh, your thoughts with the unbinary team feel free to reach out to us at unbinarylife@gmail.com and we are there on on the social media platforms instagram linkedin uh, youtube so yeah stay connected and we look forward to having another awesome episode uh, next week thank you so much bye and take care For more listen to unbinary life podcast so cut the crap and take charge of your life